Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, The Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is July 12th, 2021. My wife, Sari, was born with a lead foot. By all rights, she should have accumulated a bountiful harvest of speeding tickets over the course of her career. But she understands how the system works. If she is, for example, buzzing along at 75 in a 55-mile-an-hour zone and sees a state police ahead, she dons a sunny smile and gently taps on the brakes. This action, of course, still leaves her well above the limit. However, for some reason, the police seem to appreciate the gesture as a respectful acknowledgement of the majesty of the law. Speeding more slowly is apparently regarded as akin to not speeding at all. Financial markets also seem to pay inordinate attention to the second derivative. No one can dispute that the economy is growing rapidly, or that inflation is unusually high. However, just a hint of deceleration in some recent data has been seen as a rationale for yet another lurch downwards in long-term interest rates from already bewilderingly low levels. That being said, in the long run, first derivatives matter too. Even if output growth decelerates in the months ahead, it should remain well above the economy's long-run potential, pushing the economy towards full employment, sustaining pressure on inflation, and undercutting arguments for continued monetary ease. The inflation rate, even if it slows, is likely to remain higher than in the latter years of the last expansion, and this should, combined with tighter monetary policy, push bond deals higher. Data due out this week should provide some guidance on these trends. We expect another very strong CPI report to be released on Tuesday, with sharp gains in energy prices and a continued recovery in hotel room rates and airline fares. The economy is still grappling with supply shortages across consumer markets, and recently higher wage growth should be filtering through to higher consumer prices, particularly in labor-intensive service industries. Moreover, with strong employment gains likely in the months ahead, as well as the distribution of monthly child tax credit payments, We expect consumer demand to continue to outpace supply at least through the end of the year. It should be noted that the year-over-year increase in consumer prices could slip from a seasonally adjusted 4.9% year-over-year in May to 4.7% in June, and that this could translate into a decline in the consumption deflation inflation rate from 3.9% to 3.7%. However, even 3.7% is far above the Federal Reserve's long-run target of 2%. Some of this inflation surge should dissipate in 2022. However, given stronger wage growth, newly elevated inflation expectations, and the potential for further fiscal stimulus before the end of the year, consumption deflation inflation should still remain well above 2% for the rest of the current economic expansion. Unemployment claims could decline in this Thursday's report, as a normal seasonal adjustment for auto plant shutdowns may not be needed in an industry struggling to rebuild very low inventories. Labour market indicators continue to point to dramatically strong demand for workers, with the May Jolts report showing a new record 9.2 million job openings, and the June survey from the National Federation of Independent Business showing 46% of small businesses reporting positions that they could not fill. As enhanced unemployment benefits are phased out, and more parts of the economy return to normal, employment growth should accelerate from its monthly year-to-date average of 543,000. In this regard, it's worth remembering that in normal times, employment follows real GDP growth with a lag, with the full impact of stronger GDP growth only manifesting itself in employment after a few quarters. 
While retail sales numbers due out on Friday will likely show a decline from May to June due to supply constraints, they should still be consistent with almost 10% annualised growth in both real consumer spending and real GDP in the second quarter. Moreover, continued reopening of service sector industries, strong pent-up consumer demand and the need to rebuild inventories could all sustain real GDP growth of over 5% in the second half of the year, more than double the economy's long-term growth potential. It is in this context that investors should be wary of reading too much into the recent rally in the Treasury market, which has seen 10-year Treasury yields fall from 1.75% at the end of March to low of 1.29% last Thursday. The pace of economic recovery may slow a little in the months ahead, and inflation may ease from recently very elevated levels. However, the economy still looks set to achieve very complete recovery in the months ahead, with plenty of excess demand to sustain stronger inflation. Chairman Powell, who provides semi-annual testimony to Congress this week, will likely continue to sound less dovish in his rhetoric, as he paves the way for tapering of bond purchases at the end of this year and rate hikes at the end of next. The global economy, despite setbacks caused by the Delta variant, remains firmly on a path to recovery. All of this should eventually catch up with the bond market, pushing yields higher. And as interest rates rise, we should see a resumption of a rotation towards less expensive areas of global financial markets, including value stocks in the US and more cyclically geared equity markets in the rest of the world. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your JP Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only, and as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.